podcast Space Jam edition, a podcast where we discuss the movie Space Jam minute by minute. We are your hosts, Chris and Kayla. And we are determined to keep this episode 20 minutes or under, so let's (laughs) Let's get straight to it. This is Minute 51, and it begins with a sign that says, The Ultimate Game Tonight, and it ends with Mr. Swockhammer in a suite. Well, it opens to start, yeah. Um, I would like to start with uh, that alcohol sign, sure. that big old liquor sign, which would yeah. never be in a kids' movie in 2020. No. This goes back to our conversation from earlier minutes around the cigar smoking mm. um, and the tobacco chewing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they obviously they they drinking uh, Looney Tunes land. They just confirmed. <laughs> they do. That's that's obvious. Um, and I also really like. In the cars, like those tunes are huge. Did you notice that a lot of these cars are like real petite? And the bull. The bull, but he's not the only one. There's like a couple of cars that like one single Looney Tune takes up the entire car. Yeah. Like, and they're coming out of the windows and stuff. Yeah, why don't they have like bigger SUVs or something? 100%. Looney Tunes land. Yeah. I don't know why it's got to show this. Um, But what I really noticed during that time... How many times have you sat in pre-game traffic? Uh, that's uh, not that often because I yeah, I go early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm driving, I'll go early. Like most of the time these days, I guess generally get public transport because it's just easier for, based on where I live. But yeah, when I drive to a game, uh, always go like, like early and it's like, yeah, I'll get a park or I can just, you know, do whatever, watch a bit of it if there's like a, a curtain raiser on before, watch that or hang out or whatever. So, yeah. Mm, have a drink. Yeah. 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 Because I, I sit in post-game traffic. Yeah, post-game traffic. Yeah. 100%. Like, I just find that even if you're driving to a game, even if you're not early, but even if you're relatively on time... Everybody's arriving at different times. So it might be slow-ish to get in, but you would never see a car line like that. No. Like, that far down. Because people are spaced out at what time they get into the game, whereas at the end, yeah. Everybody's leaving at the same time. time. Yeah. Yeah. So that that bugged me a little. I was like, what you really should have shown was all the tunes stuck around the... Because that that everybody gets. Like, the, the lines of people going into the stadium. That would have been much more accurate. How much more practical is car parking in a stadium in the US? That's just a gripe of mine. Like, Australia, it's, it's, it's a mess. But in the US, like, I went to Philly last year. Philly's quite, well, Philly's good because they have their three stadiums in one area. So they just have the, the three venues. And then it's just surrounded by a massive car park around the venues. I'm like, this is great. Right next to the door. Big enough car spaces, but you just don't get anything like that in Australia. You, I mean, you can kind of out at Homebush, right? But that's it's like a, a park. that's a stacked car park, like it's a mm. tier car park in America. It's just it seems like a lot of the time it's just flat. Well, yeah, for tailgating, right? Yeah, exactly. That's why we do it that way, so you can tailgate. Another thing that we don't do here in Australia, which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> You mean you don't encourage drunk driving? Yeah. Well, because honestly, it's because your venues don't sell out that frequently. That's true. Like, you sell out an MCG on Grand Final Day or for State of Origin, but you don't... Whereas, yeah, depending on... 
what the team is, but a lot of NFL and NBA teams, well, college teams. I was going to say it's the college teams, college really. College teams are selling out. Yeah, yeah college right teams sell out frequently, yeah. Yeah. Like really, really frequently. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if I think about kind of – I don't really know that much about parking because I've always, you know, when we used to go to like Celtics games or uh, Red Sox games, you you get the train in, or you yeah. or you date a frat guy who lives close to the stadium, and then you just, just walk. yeah walk. <laughs> That's my technique personally. Yeah. You should try that one sometime on for size, or it used to be my technique. Um, but yeah, are you like in you like in Massachusetts? You'd go and you'd park. It's like a park and ride, right? Where like you drive to kind of a, a train station in like the burbs, and then you get a train. Oh yeah, yeah, which yeah. is sort of what a lot of people do in yeah. Sydney as well. Yeah, um, just because of yeah, where, yeah. There's just not a lot, hell of a lot of parking mm. for a bigger game around the city anyway. Yeah, well, it depends on the city, right? Because like I mean, if you think about like Boston's stadiums are like in the middle of the city, pretty much. So there's not that much opportunity to put a huge car park there. Yeah. Whereas somewhere like, like a Hawaii, for instance, yeah, heaps, of, not heaps of space, but like we don't have like, a, a massive city. Right, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Can you imagine public transport getting to a game in Hawaii? Oh, kill yourself. God, like you, you would. It's a nightmare. Traffic in Hawaii is terrible. Um, but yeah, so that was unbelievable to me. Yeah. Pre-game traffic. Yeah. Not really a thing. Yeah. And I yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm echoing your sentiment, yeah, the, the size of the cars relative to, he was in the cars, like, the bull was just crazy. He was crazy. How is yeah. he driving that thing? I know. He can't possibly be driving well. Using the, his mouth on the steering wheel, maybe, and... He must be. He absolutely must on be. the brake on the accelerator. <laughs> if, you skip, and if it was a manual car, he wouldn't be able to drive it, because <laughs> you could, he's only fitting one hoof on the driver's side. So, was that the highlight of the minute for you? Uh, <laughs> well, no. The highlights, obviously, we, we see uh, the tune squad gearing up, mm-hmm. ready to hit the court. So, that, that, that whole thing is your highlight? Uh, well, the, I started, like, writing down what Daffy Duck had, was, was wearing. wearing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what'd you get? So he's got boxing gloves. He does, yeah. He's wings. Whatever those, whatever he's got. Or his hand, like the hands would be wings, right? Yeah. Uh, but then he's got feet, which are feet. They're yeah, webbed okay. feet, yeah. Um, he's got a rubber duck on. Oh, like a floaty, yeah. Floaty, right, his floaty, waist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he is like a jousting inner helmet. Tube. Yeah, like, yeah, a knight's helmet. A knight's helmet with, like, knight's kind of shoulder pads as well. These giant shoes, which kind of look a little bit like football cleats, but I don't think know what they are. I don't know what they're supposed to be. I thought that they were cleats, yeah, of some description. Some sort of cleats, yeah. which are massive relative right. to the size of these duck feet. Yes. Um, he's got a, like, a box or... A cup. A cup, yeah. Yeah. depending on what part of the world you're from. Yeah, uh, yeah that's what I have. And a like a, a baseball catcher's oh, yeah, yeah. Over, over like padding on the front. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He is so extra, and I love him so much. I was like, Very this is extra. flawless and good for you. That was my highlight. And he says, just get out of my way. And you're like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> He's yes. so good. But you know what threw me for a loop during this mm. segment? 
why did they all just suddenly put on clothes? That's a very good question. Yeah, like Bugs Bunny is, he wears clothes. Daffy Duck is wearing clothes. Like Lola, Elmer Fudd, Yosemite Sam, Michael Jordan, they have been wearing clothes this entire time. But Bugs, Daffy, Tweety, Sylvester. Um, can I assume it's the rules and regulations of the game that they're about to play that they no have to be uniform? No nudity. Yeah, okay. No, it's more like need a number, need a uniform, so basketball's pretty strict around that most of the time, so fair. Uh, yeah, I just assumed there was something to do with that. Uh, I also have a question. Taping around the hand that Lola's yeah, doing? I don't understand why you would do that for basketball. Well, that's why I was couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I don't think you'd be allowed to do that anyway. Like in the NBA, I don't think, well, I don't know, like people strap up fingers, right, when they're finger injuries. Yeah, but it's not a finger strapping, no, it's, it right? Like around it's around her palm, which is... Paws. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, her paws, but like it's between, it goes between the thumb and forefinger and then around kind of behind the pinky. And yeah. that's where, that's where she's wrapping it around. So it's also not even like a thumb wrap because that would go around the thumb. Yes. Rather than around the yeah, palm. Yeah, it's like palm. I just don't, like I just, that, that just make it harder to dribble and grip basketball, I would assume. I would assume as well. I don't get it. I don't get yeah, what I she's... Yeah, I Yeah. Uh, or even um, Tweety Bird on his cheeks. What do, you, what, do you, what do you call that? It's just like... Oh, like the... Yeah, it's like much more common for a, like a footballer to do that. Like a, yeah, exactly. Because isn't the whole idea of putting the like black stuff on your cheeks that it's meant to deflect... Not deflect the sun, but absorb the sun. That way you don't get it in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. There's no sun. There's no sun. It's indoor. This is all so foolish. They just found, like, (laughs) well, the way that um, she strapping her paws is probably almost boxing it. Because, you know, boxes strap their hands, right? Yeah, but then they go around the fingers or in between the fingers. Yeah. But, yeah, like, you're right. They just, like, pull together some random sporting things. Things. Yeah. Like, I get that Daffy Duck is extra, and like, no, you can't wear an inner tube and boxing gloves onto the court, but it's extra in like a way that kind of makes sense for his character. Whereas, yeah. like, Lola's meant to be your best player, and you've got her strapping her hand, he which doesn't even ability, make any sense. And then, yeah, Tweety with the um, the stuff on his cheeks is just like, this is come on, people, come on, yeah. people, let's get let's get a little bit more serious. Um, some skipping per game as well. Some what, sorry? Some skipping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good warm-up, I guess. I would never. No, I've never heard of it. But that brings me to my question. Pump-up song. Hmm. Do you have one? Uh, yeah, I could think of a couple. Um, like, I'd definitely say, like, something by a system of the down, like, toxicity is great. Uh, obviously... Sure, I've mentioned it at some stage. I'm a big Metallica fan, so yeah, you know, a quintessential one would be Enter Sandman, which is you know, it's a great pump up song because it builds and it builds and it's like that. But yeah, there's multiple Metallica songs that would be excellent pump up songs. Um, and then if I was feeling something a bit more hip hop, uh, like Buster Rhymes is good for that, um, or maybe. Some Lupe Fiasco, but something Buster Rhymes esque. But yeah, 
Hmm. How about you? Uh, I do and I don't. So most of the time when I go and participate in an athletic activity, it's been cheerleading or pole dance. Hmm. And obviously most of the time when I do that, it's a performance. So yeah, performing to music. So I, instead of listening to a pump up song, I just re-listen to my lyrics or like my music and just run through the routines in my head. Hmm. That's what I would normally do. Remember when you tasked me with um, helping you try and find a uh, song for performance? I do. Put some songs in this. It was flawless, Christopher. We're trying to go for under twenty minutes. Um, but if I had to choose a pump up song, like the song that gets me, like I'll, I'm so ready to hit the gym. What it is? Is it a Ti song? It is not a Ti song. It's very generic, but like I just I. Quaint. No. No generic for like a pump up song. No, No. you'll never guess. Pump up Uh, the gym. No, it's remember the name by Fort Minor. Mm, Come on, come on. Um, but then I found an interesting article. Yep. Which was the songs that NBA players were listening to during the finals. Oh, uh, that's a great article. Now, okay, I can only tell you that it sucks because it's from 2014. Uh, okay. So I could not find anything more recent than that, and I tried. So this was on Bleacher Report. They had five Is this athletes. The Warriors finals team? That's, yeah, it's, it, wasn't it wasn't the two teams that played oh, in the... It was teams that were playing, were in, the playing in the finals. Players. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but so the the five players, they had five players, and each of them gave five songs. Now I'm not going to go through all 25, but I picked a favorite, and I'll give you his five. So the five players they did were Jamal Crawford, DeAndre Jordan, Bradley Beal, John Wall, and Damian Lillard. Mm. My favorite was Bradley Beal, and his five songs were "Man of the Year" by Schoolboy Q. I Know by Yo Gotti, The Language by Drake, The Danny Glover Remix by Young Thug, and War Ready by Rick Ross. Wow. Some intense... Honorable, in honorable mention was Damian Lillard, who had Hey Soul Sister as one oh, of wow. his pump-up songs. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. Damian Lillard's like a rapper on the side as well. Yeah. Well, and the other interesting one was Jamal Crawford had Happy by Pharrell. Um, I guess that you can see, like, kind of using that to get you into a bit of a rhythm. You yeah. can warm me up and shooting. Like, I can see how that fits. Yeah. I can, I mean, there's no Plus judgment. Basketball court is his happy place as well. Yeah. There's no judgment on anybody's pump-up song. Because, like, we do what we got to do to get yeah. our mind right. Um, but those were the two that stood out from, like, the theme that they all had, which was quite on, like, the hip-hop or the rock side or, you know that that style and those two were like stuck out like sore thumbs is oh you don't fit yeah. on this playlist of pump up jams that's good it was it was you very interesting i may have to um and the one that i found that is going to make an appearance this week is the top songs named after nba players so stay tuned oh, wow. don't try and guess don't ruin it yeah no, I'll just make a comment that it's interesting because, like, NBA players' names regularly get dropped into hip-hop songs these days, I feel like. But not dropped into, named after. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, so I'm, like, different. fascinated to, uh, uh, to hear about this yeah, list. 100%. Um, and I only had one more comment 
But do you have anything since I just did uh, Well, I was thinking about the, the Tune Squad uniform once we've chatted a bit about before, but um, I saw an article saying that like the Tune Squad jersey that Michael Jordan wore in the movie um, was getting auctioned off, but only the starting price was like 10000 US, which always seems a low. Really? That feels high to me. Anyway. I think, but I guess, okay, I would need some more information. Like, what do his other memorabilia... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because if those are going for a hundred grand, then maybe it feels a little bit low. Yeah. Maybe it should be sitting more around the 20 mark or 30 mark. But if those are being sold for 40, let's say, then that feels a little high. Yeah. Almost. I need some relativity in there to know if I think it's... That's fair. Um... But it's, yeah, it's funny. Because, I mean, that's more money than you or I have to spend on a replica jersey. Yeah, I don't have 10,000 a... US to spend on <laughs> yeah. uh, Other than, like, a house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could maybe only buy half of a car park for yeah. that in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting much in Sydney. Um, yeah, but the only other comment I'll make is on this minute. So, yeah, just with that tune squad uniform. I think we've, we've touched upon this in other minutes, but just how it's almost iconic still. Like, you go to, like, a, I swear, like, every random dress-up party, it feels like there's always one person with, like, a tune squad jersey. Oh, I don't know that I'd say every dress-up party. We went to but... a festival last year, um, or the year before, and there were, like, five people getting around in the tune squad outfits. Oh, if we're going to, like, a festival, yeah, yeah then probably. But, I mean, like, if you're going to... Maybe not, like, a yeah, like Halloween a, party. Yeah, a Halloween party with, like, 30 or 50 people. Even a hundred people, you wouldn't get one. But yeah, you're right. At a festival, hundred percent, you'd get you'd get a group or at least yeah. a single one. But I, yeah, I'd I would say it's still quite an iconic jersey. So yeah, anyway, that's I think so. Point. What did you? Uh, the last one that I had Yosemite Sam in this. Did you pronounce that wrong. Don't play games. <laughs> yes. People may not have listened to minute. I don't know twenty whatever where you miss Yosemite Sam. I was touching it. Uh, but he, Yosemite Sam, shoots off guns in the locker room in this. And did you not get Gilbert Arenas flash- flashbacks? Yeah, it was when it was early <laughs> five or six minutes ago we had that conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, maybe that hasn't aged well. Mm, I know. This is where Gilbert got his inspiration. Uh, you know, the number zero jersey, the guns in the locker room. Yeah. Bad influence. <laughs> Oh my God, bless me. Bless you. How dare I? And another one is coming. <coughs> She's a sneezer. Let's call it here. I'm obviously dying. Excellent. Uh, well, that will take us to quote time. So today, I don't know why. I think it's because we've got golf. Uh, we had golf on our minds yesterday. Still got golf on my mind today. So we have the Tiger Woods quote about Michael Jordan. Perfect. I would say... This is, sorry, should explain, this is uh, him talking about comparisons between himself and Michael when it comes to, uh, you know, greatest all-time athletes. I would say 1A, 1B, myself and Michael would say. He's more, I think, outwardly competitive than I am, but I have my tendencies to be a little uh, competitive at times. 